embracing Jesus without intimidation, without fear. Devour the devourer. Devour the devourer. We are in Mark chapter 1, starting in verse 4 today. John the Baptist came preaching a gospel of repentance, and he spoke and he said he preached a gospel of repentance, and he said to repent, right, to live rightly. Um, this is a powerful portion of scripture in Mark chapter 1, and it says in verse, uh, end of verse 3, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. This is what this is what Mark was preaching regarding John the Baptist. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. We're going to be in, we're going to be in Mark chapter one today in verse four. Devour the devourer. That's what I'm going to talk to you guys today about. Devour the devourer. Amen. Good day to all of you as you're jumping online. God bless you. Um, I see you all jumping in there. Praise God. So it's already been a rich, powerful study in the uh, gospel of Mark. And uh, so many things that we've already just uh, learned and just received in our spirit, man. And, and as I you know, spoke to you already about the gospel being the good news, Christ, Christos, the anointed one, the Messiah, praise God, amen, who lives and dwells on the inside of us, Jesus, Yeshua, Yahweh is salvation. We've talked about this, how John the Baptist was the voice. He was a voice. He was a messenger. He was preparing people uh, for the coming Messiah, right? And how we too are like John the Baptist, where we too are calling people to a position of remembrance as he's, he's returning, right? Repent because he is returning. Live right because Jesus is returning, right? Um, live life to glorify him because he is returning. So I spoke to you yesterday how we are also like John the Baptist because we are to preach this coming savior that's returning. He's already come but he's going to return, right? So and he's, he's, he's the one that's called the wonderful. He's the one that's called counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father and the prince of peace. Amen. So the voice of one who trumpeted the Messiah, John the Baptist, praise God. All here um, in a moment. So um, just... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that in a second. So praise God. Um, but I want to get I want to get something to you today. I was so excited in this study this this day as I was preparing for this morning and what we're gonna read here today. You know, uh, John the Baptist. Um, he he. We, I already said he came and he preached a, a a gospel of of and a message of repentance. Right, repentance from sin. He was calling a nation. He was calling a nation to repentance, to repent from their sin and make those they make their paths straight, right? But he literally defiled all kinds of laws. I mean, there was like people considered him taboo. John the Baptist. He he was considered taboo. Let's let's just first look at his appearance, just in and of itself. His appearance, you know, he what what he wore, other people considered unclean. Okay. The Jewish traditions, they considered um, camels were considered un unclean. And here's John the Baptist and he's and he's wearing camel's hair like he's wearing garments that were made of camel's hair. Jewish tradition was they considered camels unclean. He, John the Baptist, he's he's defying the uh, these cultural laws. He's like 
doing things that are considered taboo just in his own clothing, his, his garments, right? So not only that, but he ate locusts. And I want you to think about this here right now. He ate locusts, right? Locusts are grasshoppers. They're grasshoppers. Grasshoppers are a, a, a symbol of intimidation. They're a symbol of intimidation uh, that, that steals people's inheritance. And I want you to look at Joel 1, 4, Joel 1, 4, because in Joel 1, 4, it talks about the, he talks about the different, the four different kinds of locusts, grasshoppers. And it mentions in, in Joel 1, 4, the chewing locusts, the swarming locusts, the crawling locusts, and the consuming locusts. And it's referring to these, these critters as those that devour. They devour, right? Look, listen to this. Um, what the chewing locusts left, the swarming locusts have eaten. What the swarming locusts left, the crawling locusts have eaten. And what the crawling locusts left, the consuming locusts have eaten. So these locusts, which are grasshoppers, are, are symbolic of that which devours. But look, John the Baptist came eating that which devours. He's like, you're not going to devour me. I'm going to consume you. Right. And this is the mentality that we are to have. It, it's not that these things are going to that are coming against us are going to devour us. We are in Christ. We devour them. Right. So chewing, swarming, crawling, consuming locusts, they're all symbols of intimidation. And not only that, but the Israelites considered themselves to be like grasshoppers in their own eyes. And they feared, which means they, they were intimidated by the inhabitants of the land. Some of you may remember that portion in scripture. When they were so fearful, they said, we seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. And we that that's what they felt themselves in their own eyes, right? Wow. And so it's incredible. It's incredible. So John shows up on the scene eating the very thing that devoured God's people. He shows up on the scene and he's consuming that which would have consumed him and others. And I'm going to say, I'm going to pause right now because I want to say something to you. The very thing that the enemy tries to send your way to try to intimidate you with, try to bring fear in your life, is the very thing that you are to overcome, to destroy, to overturn. It's the very same thing. The very place of intimidation is a, is a locus. It's like a locus. It's symbolic of that which is sent to devour, to devour you. But you are to devour that which wants to devour you. This is what John the Baptist symbolically was speaking to us. Now, we know that when we read the Bible, there are many levels of revelation that we can gain and grab from, right? Grab hold of these truths. And, and I want you to understand, you can read right through this portion of scripture and go, yeah, 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 I know. He was John the Baptist. He had camel's hair. He was clothed in camel's hair. He ate he ate locusts. He had he ate wild honey. Okay, let's move on. He was just a weird guy. What do, we, what do you want? He was a weird guy. No, there's so much more to this passage then he was a weird guy no he actually wasn't you know he was unique because he was focused on jesus he was unique because he understood purpose he understood purpose as a matter of fact uh, a a pro prof prophetic people prophets like elijah had the had the very same or similar um clothing 
he was a hairy man, right? And it, it actually says this in Second Kings, Second Kings, excuse me, one eight. Elijah was a hairy man, and he was he wore a leather belt, right? And so this prophet Elijah, right, and this man of God, this this herald that's that's speaking forth the truth, announcing the King of Kings, right? John the Baptist was also wearing that which in the Old Testament. Elijah also wore. And people don't understand Old Testament prophets because they they do things, they they've done things, they've said things that most people don't understand and they they're just they're put into this category well they're just weird. They're just strange people. Well, no, actually there's such a depth of what they are doing and what they are saying that we have to understand that he, John the Baptist, in eating the locusts, it wasn't just, hey, he was just, he liked bugs. He liked insects, right? Symbolically, God is speaking to us. Symbolically, God is showing us that which people step on, that which people are kind of disgusted by, that which symbolizes, that is the intimidation, which is fear. It's nothing more than fear. That which people are afraid of that consumes them in various forms. I already read to you the four locusts that are mentioned in Joel 1 4, right? I've mentioned those to you already. That which consumes you or would consume you, you actually have authority over. And John modeled that. John the Baptist modeled that. We have authority over that. We have authority over all, every form, right? Uh, that that's comes that's coming against us these things so his 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 clothing camel's camel's hair i already said it was taboo because in the jewish tradition camels were considered an unclean animal wow okay so here he comes clothed in what tradition not not god not the lord not the spirit of god but tradition what tradition said was taboo He's like, well, I, I'm coming clothed in this, okay? And so he came, and then he's eating something that is symbolic of fear and intimidation, showing we have victory over this. You have victory over this too. And not only that, but then he eats. Um, he also ate wild, wild honey, right? And wild honey, you know, which we know that the word of God is symbolic too, and it actually equates the word, which is, sweeter than honey, right? So I want to turn to Psalm 19 right now, because that's where Psalm 19 uh, verses 7 through 10. I want to read to you Psalm 19, where it talks about this. Okay. Uh, 7 Psalm 19. Was it? Okay, 7. Thank you, Lord. You know, and this is so important that we, we understand the word which is reference to being sweeter than honey. And here, John the Baptist also eating of this word, which is sweeter than honey. Uh, you know, in other words, and honey, think about the, the spiritual, the health benefits of honey. Like it's, you know, when you, when you, there's so many health benefits in just eating good honey, right? Okay, so the law of the Lord is perfect. It's converting the soul. The law of the Lord, the word of God, it's converting your soul. It means it's restoring. It's restoring. What the enemy meant to devour you with, the word is restoring. God is restoring. 
He's restoring you. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It makes wise the simple. So again, the testimony, you know, the word of God, the testament of the Lord, Old Testament, New Testament, the word of God, it makes wise the simple. That's why we read our word. That's why we stay, we stay focused on the word of God. The statutes of the Lord, they are right and they're rejoicing. They're rejoicing the heart. They, The commandment of the Lord is pure. It enlightens the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean. It endures forever. The word of the Lord is, the word of God is sweeter than honey. And we must know that if the word of the Lord is, is referenced to, that it's sweeter than honey. And here, John the Baptist came eating the word. He was eating honey. We are to eat the word. We're to eat the word. We're to consume this word. We're, we, we are to know that that. Our foundation, which is based on the word, which is what we are to eat and consume, which is sweeter than honey, which honey has so many healing properties, so much, so much healing in good honey, healing values, right? Wow. Glory to God. What the enemy meant, that's right, Mary, what the enemy meant to devour you, God is restoring. And we are to actually devour the devourer. And I think that's critical. Because, you know, he comes with tactics of intimidation, right? And so in Mark 1, I want to read to you Mark 1, end of verse 3, and, and continuing on. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. John came baptizing in the wilderness, and he preached a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. He says, wow. He says, you know, I am preaching a baptism of repentance to a, a, for the remission of your sins. So for the removal of sins, right? And it says, then all the land of Judea and those of Jerusalem went out to him and they were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. So many were not able to receive this man because of, because of his appearance. Many were not able to receive because of the way he presented himself. But there were those that did. And for those that did, they were baptized in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. And then it goes on and explains what we just got done talking about in verse 6, how he was clothed with camel's hair. Here he, was, he had a belt, you know, a leather belt around his waist. He, he ate locusts and, and wild honey, right? So we're, we're given the description, which we just went over this description. But I want to finish with verse 7 and 8. And he preached, saying, there comes one after me who is mightier than I. Here's the key. John the Baptist always pointed to the coming Messiah. He always pointed to Jesus. He wasn't pointing to himself. He wasn't referencing himself. And he preached, saying, there comes one after me who is mightier than I, whose sandal strap. I am not even worthy to stoop down and to lose. So he was literally, and he always did, and we are always to do the same, is we, we are to, we're to preach Jesus. Just, just preach Jesus. Just preach the King of Kings. Just point to Jesus. That's right. We're to preach Jesus. The gospel, the good news is about Christ. It's about Christ. And verse 8 says, I indeed baptize you with water. He's not negating his role, his purpose, his calling. He's not negating it. He's not making it so much less than, but he is prioritizing. He's saying, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. He says, there's one that's coming that's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is the spirit of holiness. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of holiness. We are to be holy because he himself is holy. We're called to holiness. You know, you're called to walk a walk of holiness. John the Baptist wasn't concerned that people were going to reject the presentation, his appearing. He wasn't concerned that people were going to reject what he looked like, what he was speaking, because he knew what he was speaking was, was literally magnifying Jesus, the Messiah, Christ, the anointed one, the anointed Messiah. He knew that his message was being prepared. Now, John the Baptist came from a lineage. His father and his lineage came from a, a, a household of priests. He came from royal blood, but he chose. He chose to go into the wilderness so that he could preach this gospel of repentance because he heard the calling of God. He heard the calling of God. He could have sat in king's palaces in king's kingly robes and, and garments, royal garments, but he chose the call of God, even though it was the road less traveled. It was the road with more difficulty. It was the road, it, it was the road that literally just would, would, would be bringing insult, would be bringing ridicule, a lot of pain, a lot of just disassociation, rejection, you know, slander. Oh, he chose the road because he knew the calling of God and he wasn't going to reject that. And because he didn't reject that, we know that he is the voice. He became known as the voice of one calling in the wilderness. Make clear, make straight the pathway of the Lord. Make it straight. And Isaiah, we, I read this to you yesterday or the day before. That, yeah, yesterday, that Isaiah was one of the primary prophets that literally foretold the day of the Lord in Isaiah 40, verse 3. We went over that yesterday. And he was speaking exactly what John the Baptist also was foretelling, and that is of Jesus. Believer in Christ, sisters and brothers and sisters in the Lord, make your faith be one that exalts the name of Jesus and not your own gifting, not your own purpose or your own or what you think you're here called here to do that has a place that has a place but make sure that what you are doing is exalting the name of Jesus there's nothing else that you will ever do with your time with your life that's going to be more important than exalting the name of Jesus there's nothing else you can't you can't uh you can't achieve enough status you won't be able to walk in so much anointing and, and see so many great, beautiful, amazing, powerful miracles. You won't be able to, to, to start businesses and write books and do all these amazing things that are wonderful and great. None of this compares than being one 
that exalts the name of Jesus. If you exalt the name of Jesus, if you preach Jesus, everything else is going to fall into place. You will naturally, literally, you will just naturally come into alignment with the perfect will of God in your life. It'll just be a natural byproduct of a life that is submitted, yielded to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so John the Baptist was an interesting guy because he was radical for Jesus. But his radical lifestyle was not just radical for radicals sake, but everything that he did had purpose and everything that we do must have purpose too. And I already told you what our purpose should be. Our purpose, purpose should be to exalt the name of Jesus, to literally bring him glory, to, to know that we are preaching Christ. And as we preach Christ, just as the voice who trumpeted the Messiah, we too are voices that will trumpet the return of our Messiah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, I bless your holy name. I thank you, Lord, that we get to come together as, as saints in the Lord. Glory to God. I, I thank you that as we are coming together, Lord God, and we know, Lord God, wow, Lord, we get to devour the devourer. You know, he literally ate locusts, which were grasshoppers, which were considered insects that devoured crop. But we get to trample on that which tried to trample, which tried to trample on us. We get to trample. We get to destroy, annihilate, completely wipe out the very things that were set against us. We thank you, Lord, only in your wisdom. In the wisdom of God, would, would such a beautiful example of a turnaround come about? I thank you, Lord God, for this. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at um, some of the, if you need prayer, just go ahead and put it in the chat bar right now. I'm going to quickly look. I know we have, Cynthia had stated something in the beginning. Yeah. Praise God, Connie. She says, wow. She says, I've had all kinds of locusts throughout my life, but now because of God, all will be devoured. Wow, 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 wow. Amen. I'm so glad Deborah says, wow, I'm learning today. This is good. Praise God. Yeah, it's so powerful when we just get into the word of God and we um and we learn and we and we apply this learning to our lives. I'm I'm looking for your prayer request. And it was in the beginning. Here we go. Okay, so Cynthia, yeah. Um praying you stand five and a half hours at work your body hurts menopause joints okay so cynthia we're going to pray we're going to pray for your body we're going to pray for your legs um and then i and yeah and i saw another one praise you jesus we give you the glory and the praise we lift up cynthia right now father god i thank you lord for strengthening her legs i thank you for strengthening lord god her frame lord her skeletal system i thank you lord god that she is strong in the lord and the power of your might lord god that she do all things to christ who strengthens her i thank you that the greater one lives on the inside of her and greater things she shall do lord i lift up your name right now and on behalf of all 
that are online right now. Lord Barbara, who's needing prayer uh, to get over this um, cough and, and um, sore throat, neck pain. Um, yes, head, all this. Father, we just take authority over this right now. We just bind up the we bind up the devourers right now. We we decree that, Lord, we trample upon the, that which would try to trample upon us. In the name of Jesus, we decree the chewing, the swarming, the crawling, and the consuming locusts right now to be devoured in the name of Jesus. We overturn it in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Deborah says, thank you for praying yesterday for my son, Isaiah. He seems to feel better today. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Connie, for praying and uh, uh, along with us and fasting along with us for our Fired Up Conference. And you put the the, the scripture verses. I have a calendar for prayer and fasting. Um, and today's verse is Psalm 42, 1 and 2, expectation and hunger. Yeah, for those that come to the conference. Glory to God. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. Sophia, your friend, to receive uh, recovery from thyroid surgery. Yes, Lord, your hand be upon her right now. Quick recovery. Joints hurting. Uh, fingers diagnosed with carpal tunnel, both hands, back and neck and hip pain for Cynthia and I'm sure others. Um, so right now I speak to your joints right now. I just command the spirit of inflammation to be removed from you in the name of Jesus, all of you in the name of Jesus, wherever it is found. I thank you, Lord God, no carpal tunnel. We just rebuke that assignment right now. Weakness in joints, weakness right now in your wrists. We take authority right now over every play, every tendon. We just that is out of alignment, that is painful, uh, that is throbbing. Every 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 tendon, every joint, every ligament. Right now, we speak healing to it in Jesus's name. Father, I thank you. Uh, back hip pain removed, be removed right now. Out in the name of Jesus, we cast out the spirit of inflammation right now, spirit of affliction. Julie, I see your prayer request for internal issues, healing prayer and okay so lord and wisdom thank you lord i decree intestinal issues right now i thank you lord god i just extend my hand right now and in faith i pray right now and i command right now that which is going on with your intestines and that's causing even digestive systems right now issues i take authority over any digestive issues i command them to be removed out of her system internal intestinal issues right now be removed be removed. I command that that demonic assignment, any weakness in your body. I rebuke it and cast it out. And I thank you, Lord God, for the wisdom that you give us, Lord God, the wisdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise report from Karen. You got into a home. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. We pray order in your home now. We pray for order the order of the Lord over your family, over your children, and the financial provision in the name of Jesus, just as he got you in a home. And yes, Lord, the rest, and it's just all falls into place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Digestive, yeah, you receive it too, Barbara. Digestion, receive it too. Any kind of issues like that, thank you, Jesus. You're welcome, Julie. God bless you. It's great to have you online. Uh, we are so we're going through the Gospel of Mark. We are we just we just finished Mark one um, through verse eight. So we've taken a couple of days and we've got to uh, verse eight. But remember, Jesus came. He says, "I baptize you with water, but He will come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit." The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of holiness. So the Spirit of holiness. Right. And that's what and that's what we get to walk in church is the spirit of holiness. Each and every one of us 
And so we just say yes. We say yes and amen. We embrace Jesus without any intimidation. We will be those. Let it be said of you. He or she. They were those that walked with Jesus without intimidation. Without intimidation. Hallelujah. God bless you, Patricia. God bless you. Patricia, you're coming to the Fired Up Conference. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You're bringing some people with you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. It's going to be great to have you there. Nerve pain today. Okay, so we take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. We command all assignments on nerve pain right now. We just rebuke the nerve pain and we speak healing over you right now. The healing virtue of the Lord. I speak healing over you right now in Jesus' name. Be healed. Let every place of inflammation go right now. Thank you, Father God. Yes, Lord, even as John uh, preached a baptism of repentance for the remission of sin, Lord God. Lord, we speak forth as mouthpieces for the Lord too, Lord God, that we stand on the authority of the word of God. We say, first of all, search our hearts, Lord. Let there be no wicked way within us. If there be any sin, Lord, we repent of it right now. Now we take authority over any and all assignments that are literally like crawling locusts, like, like the word already has spoken, the chewing, the swarming, the crawling, and the consuming locusts. And we decree right now complete annihilation, complete eradication of these locusts in every form, every shape that they come in whether it's sickness, disease, pain, robbery, thievery, rebellion, uh, you know, house out of order, wayward children, um, whatever it might be, we take authority over these things that would want to devour and then bring in fear. We cast out fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind and perfect love casts out fear. And so we walk in the perfect love of God today. We walk in the healing of the Lord today. We walk in the authority of the Lord today, embracing Jesus without fear. Just as John the Baptist was called to a nation, to call a nation to repentance, we too are to literally call a nation to a spirit of holiness, to walk in holiness. Let your life be the primary example of an individual that walks in holiness, that a nation would follow suit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And so, Lord, we lift up our children as well, and we thank you, Lord, that our children will not be consumed with the, with, with the locusts. They will not be consumed. We'll, they will not give way. They will not open the door to the chewing, to the swarming, crawling, and consuming locusts. They will not be those that have given access to. Instead, wisdom, wisdom is rising up. Godly wisdom is rising up on the inside of them today. Let our loved ones know I will walk with God. That that would be their that, that would be their prayer. I walk with God. Just like Enoch walked with God and then was no more. Enoch walked in God with God. Let our lives, our children's lives, be those that 
would be able to say, I walk with God. And that the Lord says, I am pleased with them because they walk with me. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless each one of you. Have an awesome day and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.